Hello, my zippers and spoonies. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I'm glad that you're here. Not getting enough sleep is a common problem for those of us with chronic illness, so that's what I'm going to be talking about today. We run around sleep deprived and stressed out. This takes a heavy toll on our bodies and it really degrades our health. The most important thing that you can do to improve your health is to improve your sleep. The first thing to mention is the paradox that the more tired you are, the less likely you are to sleep. This is why it is essential that you listen to your body and sleep when you're tired. If you can't sleep at that time, consider taking a nap sometime along the day to boost your energy. If you stay awake through your body's call for sleep, you're likely to hit that second wind, which makes it much more difficult to fall asleep later. And that's because it kicks in that whole adrenaline cycle. So the key to good sleep really is listening to our body and sleeping when it tells you to. The problem is that American society has set us up to fail. Not many workplaces are going to let you take a nap whenever it is you need one. But consider using your half hour break to take a nap. Um, instead of using it to eat, eating small snacks on your 15 minute breaks and getting a nap in on your half hour might be a solution to help with work fatigue and help with insomnia. Don't dismiss naps. Uh, reducing your stress goes a long way to improve your sleep. There are a billion posts out there on stress reduction and coping skills, and some of them are mine. So I'm not going to get into stress reduction practices in this particular podcast, but I will mention that you should use your stress-busting skills and get into relaxation mode about an hour before trying to go to sleep. Do something that is relaxing, but not overly engaging. Meditation is a good option. Healthy eating equates to healthy sleep. Eating the proteins in the morning and having a light supper will improve your sleep for most people. It's a good idea to eat at least an hour before you go to sleep, avoid foods that will produce heartburn, you know, those kinds of things. However, Given that we have chronic illness, there are numerous factors to consider when looking at your diet and how you should manage it in context of your sleep. But the idea is that you don't want your body needing food or drink during the time while you're sleeping. Yeah, we need to make sure that our blood sugars remain controlled and that we're avoiding triggering or other crap. Seriously, I get it. This is easier said than done, but I do think that it is super important that when we're thinking about our sleep, we're also thinking about what we're eating, when we're eating it, how much we're eating in and around in our sleep. Are we taking caffeine in? And if so, what time are we doing that? Because what we consume has a major impact on how well we sleep. We need to embrace our sleep. Set your alarm clock for when you wanna get up, but then don't count the hours. It isn't about how many hours you sleep, about the quality of your sleep. Just lay down with the goal to rest. Just relax yourself and close your eyes. Listen to relaxing music, focus on your breathing. Don't fight the anxious thoughts and worries that like to creep in when we lay down. Just greet them, say hello, 
acknowledge that they're there and let them be. Then just refocus on your breathing and let those thoughts by. Just breathe. It'll make it more likely that sleep will find you. Just focus on your breath. Just breathe. When we focus on how many hours we're sleeping, we create an anxiety relationship with our sleep. Keep in mind that while sleep is important, resting is also good for us and can often carry a good way before we are lacking, you know, when we're lacking in sleep. So resting is about trying to focus on doing nothing with our bodies and reducing the amount of stress that we're experiencing. And relaxation techniques can be very helpful for this. And I get it. The whole sleep thing is easier said than done. If getting enough sleep was easy, there wouldn't be thousands of blog posts out there about how to improve your sleep, right? So that's why I want you to keep some important key facts in mind. The first one, and the most important, is that your sleep doesn't have to be perfect in order for you to benefit from it. We easily fall into the all or nothing thinking, but it's a trap. Our bodies are really pretty good at doing well with less than perfect living conditions. If they didn't, our species simply wouldn't have survived as long as it has. Keep that in mind while you're trying to get good sleep. It doesn't have to be perfect. So the second thing to keep in mind is that some sleep is always better than no sleep. Instead of saying that you only got X hours of sleep, try rephrasing it as I was able to sleep X hours. Celebrate every hour of sleep that you were able to get. This shift in attitude and perspective can help sleep-related anxiety. The next thing to remember is that resting is better than nothing. Remind yourself that allowing your body to rest and working on reducing your stress is better than nothing. No, it isn't as restorative as getting sleep, but there are benefits to resting. One of which is that when we are resting, we are much more likely to fall asleep than when we are doing any other activity. Thus, one of the best things that we can do to promote good sleep is to practice our resting. So the last thing that I want you to keep in mind is that sleeping takes time and practice to get right. Sleeping is just like every other activity that we engage in. Practice will make us better at it. Don't be afraid to try new things when what you're doing is not working for you. And practicing rest will go a very long way to increasing your sleep potential. So all of that being said, what is resting? Because it's pretty important. I'd argue that resting is as important to our health as sleeping, yet this isn't an activity that we talk much about. So the Oxford Dictionary defines resting as the cessation of work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself, or recover strength. The two key pieces to resting are stillness and relaxation. What is relaxing to you may not be to me. 
this is another area that you are probably going to have to try some different things to see what will work for you. There are a lot of different things that you can try. Relaxation techniques are only one option. You can also try listening to music or someone reading a story or a podcast. Many people benefit from active daydreaming while they are resting. This is simply the process of telling yourself a pleasant story to yourself in your mind. It might be imagining that dream vacation or recalling a perfect day at the beach. It could be retelling yourself one of your favorite childhood stories. There's only one rule to this, and that is to keep things focused on the positive and happy stuff. If you find your mind is wandered onto an unhelpful area, that's okay. Just gently bring it back to something pleasant. So generally, I recommend keeping it limited to things that you can do with your eyes closed. When we keep our eyes open, we risk being tempted by visual stimulus around us. We're really pretty used to and programmed to following our eyes. They tend to often be the masters of our brain. So when we have them open, we're opening ourselves to temptation. If you see your phone, you're probably going to be tempted to start looking at your emails rather than resting. If you see your game console, you're probably going to be tempted to start playing video games instead of resting. So just keep in mind that if it requires any part of your body to be moving, it's not resting. Stillness really is an essential part of this. And for many people, stillness is really hard. I mean, we spend most of our lives moving. Our society is focused on keeping us moving. Thus, it's really likely that this is going to be an area that you will need a lot of practice with. But it is something that we can learn to do. It is just like learning to write or, or ride a bike. We need only continue to gauge in the task in order to train our bodies how to complete the task. Given time, it becomes easier. Be sure to stay patient with yourself while you're learning because we don't ever do anything amazingly on our first go. And just keep reminding yourself that it doesn't have to be perfect to be beneficial. Well, that's about it for my rambling today. Thanks for coming and spending time with me. If you like what you're listening to, um, consider supporting the podcast. It really does help. Um, until we talk again, you guys take care of yourselves. Goodbye and rest well.